Alright everyone, begin to start settling down now. Lecture is in session. And today's lecture is actually pretty special because it actually came at the request of one of you. So, if you have any nightmares tonight, you can thank that guy. Anyway, today's SCP is SCP-542. Object class is Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-542 is to be kept in an 8 meter by 8 meter room with small adjoining bathroom and may submit requests for furnishings barring anything that could be modified into surgical tools. Notable requests by SCP-542 include one queen-size bed, no blankets or sheets, air mattress, approved, two large work desks, approved, one large wardrobe, approved, a selection of heavy coat slab jackets and pants, approved, several full-length mirrors, denied, a selection of sewing supplies along with bolts of cloth, approved initially but revoked after incident 542-B-03, several large bookcases filled with anatomy and medical texts both old and new, approved, a chess set, approved, blank page notebooks and various writing utensils, approved, regular supplies of German language crossword puzzles, approved, industrial grade deep sinks, denied, steel nail file, denied, was given wooden sandpaper emery board in replacement, nail clippers, denied, access to his personal surgery kit, denied except in cases of testing, see addendum. The room is to remain locked, deadbolted, and barred with at least two Class D guards on duty at any time. SCP-542 is to be fed two meals per day, delivered by Class D personnel, and as per request will be given a transfusion of fresh blood one pint of any type of blood per week. When SCP-542 begins to suffer from organ failure, he may request a fresh organ to be supplied and Foundation medical personnel will sedate him and perform the surgery. Despite constant requests, SCP-542 may not be allowed to perform invasive surgery upon himself except during observed testing. Old and discharged organs or tissue are to be collected for testing. In the event that 542 should escape confinement, SCP-542 may be subdued by high doses of tranquilizers or disabled via net. Should he come into possession of any knives or shards of glass that could be used to cut, non-lethal fire is permitted. Description. SCP-542 claims that it has been, at one time, a typical human of Caucasian descent, identifying as German in nationality. This story is supported by the fact that German appears to be his first language, speaking all other languages with a German accent. SCP-542 requests to be called Herr Churig, or Surgeon, by staff, and is fluent in German, English, and French, and can speak sm a small bit of Polish and Italian. 
standard IQ tests have revealed 542's IQ to range around 150, placing him as high intelligence. It is unknown how old 542 is, testing of various tissue samples has revealed nothing. He claims to have been dreadfully normal before World War I started, and claims to have worked for the Nazi party even if he found their goals boringly simple. He has been described as a Frankenstein's monster in appearance. 542 may hide his odd features under heavy clothing, but prefers to wear only a nice pair of slacks, revealing his hunched form, distended guts, and warped ribcage and bizarre arm structure. His skin is made from patches of various hues and shades. Some of these heal together with scars, while others are still stitched together. Non-symmetrical bone and muscle structure reveals that he has replaced the majority of his body over time and admits to having worked with helpers before to replace such things as portions of his own spinal cord. Although his appearance can change with surgery, his arms are always too long for his body, and his hands have been modified greatly to have additional joints in the fingers. The skin is pulled rather tightly over 542's face, giving him somewhat skeletal appearance, along with the tendency for his bones to bulge through his skin. His teeth, it should be noted, are collected from different individuals, some of them not even human by all appearances. It is not uncommon for him to cough or vomit blood, and as such requires infusions of fresh blood approximately once per week. He currently boasts two hearts and multiples of several other organs and organ systems. How 542 keeps track of his own structure while performing surgery is unknown but he likens it to having a very good memory. DNA testing on all tissues is inconclusive and reveals fragmented DNA. It is unknown how he is able to accept different blood types in multiple organs without suffering from organ rejection or allergic reactions, nor how he is able to function while performing invasive surgery on himself, even while inserting extra brain matter into his skull. SCP-542 is to be kept alive for observation and testing on the process that keeps him alive. SCP-542 behaves in a surprisingly pleasant manner most of the time, enjoying lengthy conversations about science and biology, politics, and long games of chess. However, when an organ begins to fail or part of his body becomes necrotic, he undergoes a drastic personality change, stalking and observing people from a distance. Additional information on his habits and attacks may be found in the addendum. SCP-542 appears to have a previously unknown ability to be completely aware of his body functions and workings constantly, even able to identify points of rotting decay he should not be able to sense by any known means. This ability, however, has been shown 
to extend beyond his own body, he can passively sense the health and medical status of other humans within several meters of him, the range extending to approximately five meters when he focuses. He admits that he uses this process, which he doesn't understand himself, to pick his next victims. Addendum. SCP-542 has been proven to be the assailant in a string of 45 murders over the course of three years that occurred across Germany, England, and America, and is suspected of an additional unconfirmed 15 murders in that time span. He was first observed four years ago by Agent Redacted in Redacted, Germany. After four people had been attacked, and had muscles and bones removed from their limbs. Three of the victims died from blood loss and shock. The fourth happened to be staying in the hotel room next to Agent Redacted, who interviewed. This account may be found in Incident Report 542-A-06. SCP-542 has a strong connection to a collection of scalpels, blades, syringes, and various other surgical equipment from the time periods ranging from the modern day to, if very well kept, relics from years as early as the 1910s. He carries these in a velvet-lined black leather suitcase and modifies many of his jacket staff holders to hide and carry this equipment in. He is not allowed to access this collection except during testing and observation of self-surgery. SCP-542 has also caused several deaths of Class D personnel, even when not in testing, due to negligence or assumption that certain items may be safe when used by him, personnel are reminded that even if his personality is pleasant, the majority of the time he will still dissect personnel for amusement and curiosity's sake if given the chance. These incidents may be reviewed in Incident Reports 542-B-1 through 542-B-11. Seemingly safe items such as sewing supplies have led to him making more than a rather well-tailored jacket for himself, but also resulted in him restraining a D-class personnel by sewing him to the mattress of the bed before removing his kidneys and a portion of his liver. SCP-542 has shown to be very willing to comply with certain experiments and appears to enjoy performing self-surgery with someone observing, explaining what he does while doing it, and displaying his knowledge of the workings of the body as if he were a teacher describing a surgical textbook. Unfortunately, this usually requires being at a risk of attack from him. It has been requested that SCP-542 be kept alive so the process that allows for him to recover from intense surgery without organ rejection be studied and potentially copied for medical use. SCP-542 may also show potential for being used to assist in surgical and studying endeavors 
due to his increased intelligence and compulsion for dissection. Any books and notes written by him may be accessed and studied by those with Class II security clearance or higher. Update. SCP-542 has somehow acquired knowledge of both SCP-291 and SCP-1025 and appears to be very interested in their use. All requests to study both anomalies are to be denied until further notice. Incident Report 542-A-6 Agent Redacted, while staying in the Redacted Hotel in Redacted, Germany, heard the sounds of a scuffle and screaming from across the hall approximately at 3 a.m. local time, at which point he felt that he had to intervene, unknown that he would come face to face with a possible SCP. After forcing the door to Redacted's room, he observed SCP-542 removing the muscles and bone of Miss Redacted right leg. After the agent fired several shots, 542 fled through the window and Agent Redacted contacted local authorities and an ambulance. Redacted, an American tourist who had only been in town for a few days, described what had happened to her while recovering in the hospital. Afterwards, she willingly took the amnestic issue to her, preferring to believe that she had instead been in an unfortunate traffic incident right leg had been amputated. Her report is as follows. I had been to Germany before, so I knew my way around. I was used to taking the bus, but I guess I first saw him there. I think just this guy, all hidden under heavy jackets and, and this hat and glasses, of course. I was suspicious, but it was summer, you know, sweltering hot, and I realized he was looking at me, but I ignored it. He didn't get off at my bus stop anyways, and there were always others on the bus, even late at night. I guess I saw him for three days, and I stopped thinking about it. He must have followed me off the bus that, that day. That night, I, I went up to my hotel room and I I don't remember. The window was open and it was all dark. The light wouldn't turn on. I figured I, I figured somebody had decided to steal my stuff, so I went to see if anything was missing. And redacted shows signs of intense discomfort and asks for a minute to compose herself. This is allowed and. She resumes after several minutes. He was hiding under the bed. He had these freakishly long arms and fingers. Too many joints and he took my ankles right out from under me. He was just too fast and tied my arms and legs to the bed and at first I thought, you know, he was going to, well, you know, he kept saying, like, don't worry, and you're going to help me, and I need your help, and things like that. It was scary as shit. And he said that so long as I kept quiet, 
he might call an ambulance afterward. That was a little scary. I, I guess it really was worse than that. He picked up his jacket. It had been on the coat hanger by the door, and I hadn't even noticed it. He started pulling at all these knives and all these tools, and I just didn't know what to do. So I decided to take my chances and started screaming as loud as I could. Then he, he, redacted, was allowed to stop there. He and was delivered the amnestic and alibi that night. Incident report 542-A-15. For details on the event, tracking, and capture of SCP-542, please refer to Data Expunged. A request for declassification is under review. Note. SCP-542 has been moved to Bio Research Area 12 in order to assist in the Olympia Project. And here is one last final note from a member of the O5 themselves. However, I can't say which one. SCP-542 has somehow acquired information of SCP-291, 827, and 545. Investigation into the extent of 542's knowledge of these SCPs and how he acquired this knowledge is currently under investigation. Offending personnel will be disciplined appropriately following a board review. Well, I certainly hope it wasn't one of you guys that leaked that information, or to put it frankly, you're fucked. <laughs> you don't mess with the O5 Council, guys. Anyway, if you do know any information about who may have told SCP-542 all this information, please report said information so we can figure out and get to the bottom of how he knows about these SCPs, because... A creature like him with that sort of knowledge is even more dangerous than he already was. Anyway, with that all being said, you're all free to go. Have a good day, everybody. And try to sleep well. <laughs>